Welcome to Real Black Content of Spawn Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Let's talk about religion today. Let's talk about religion today. That's going to be today's conversation. Let's have that conversation because ultimately, you know, when we talk about religion and black men and religion, we're going to talk about how our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb, right? So we're going to talk about the nation of Islam. We're going to talk about the Hebrew Israelite camps. And we're going to talk about our black Christian brothers and sisters, right? We're going to have a whole conversation today. And we're just going to, um, we're going to talk about how our unity can impact the village overnight, right? This conversation is not for devils. You know, because we're going to talk about some family business. And this conversation is not for devils. It's not for small hats. It's not for sand niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because that just ain't... Uh, we got to get the enemy out of our business when we're talking to one another, right? There's a couple of pastors and some ministers that we're going to have a discussion about, right? Pastor Jennings... Bishop Nathaniel and Detroit's own Brother Minister Khalil Shabazz, right? Now, Pastor Jennings and Bishop Nathaniel, if I'm not mistaken, both of these men were born in the city of Philadelphia, right? But our brother Khalil Shabazz, he come out of, uh, he's from Mecca, which is cold for Detroit, right? You know, I was looking at a couple of videos and I noticed that Pastor Jennings Camp and Bishop Nathaniel Camp had some issues, right? Bishop Nathaniel is over a biblical organization and it goes by the name of IUIC, right? Which is Israel United in Christ. Pastor Jennings is also over a biblical organization, and they go by the name of First Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ Incorporated, right? And our brother Shabazz is in the Nation of Islam, right? All right, I'm going to show you how all three of these gentlemen and their respective organizations is more powerful, unified, then they are divided, right? Pastor Jennings camp and um, Bishop Nathaniel's camp had some disagreements, right? And their disagreements began online and it began in the pulpit, right? It began with the microphone. And I don't know all of their disagreements, but I know that it came down to be Esau, you know, who Esau really is, what Esau function really is. Who his people group really is. It came down to the pigs. Can you eat swine? Can you not eat swine? It came down to eating meats. What is the real biblical definition of meats? 
right? Is it this or that? Can we eat this? Can we touch this? And then one of the larger, I guess, disagreements was, is Jesus a black man or he's a man of color or what is his um, racial association, right? What would be his racial category? We're talking about Jesus if he lived today now. Okay. So we're looking at some videos here at Real Black Content Forum Podcast, and we see that the IUIC camp, right, went and um, visited the Church of Pastor Jennings in Philadelphia. So it looks like it was some type of debate, or they wanted to kind of get together, have a discussion, and let's see if they can get these disagreements or these issues ironed out, right? Now, the way I see things is that um, to see two groups of our people meet up because they have a disagreement with a Jewish book is interesting, right? This is two black men uh, having differences over a Jewish book, right? And then we can also... When it comes to the nation of Islam, because some of those guys use the Quran, and then you have Hebrew Israelites and black Christian groups who use the Bible. And to see black folks have a disagreement about a book that come out of Arabia, an Arabian book, the Quran. Now, I can hear you guys talking, yo, you know, Big VJ, you got it mixed up. See, the real, see, Isaiah, the real Hebrew, Isaiah, the real Israelite, Isaiah, the real Jew. I, eyes of the real Muslims. See, the real Muslims is black. See, really, Islam really come from Africa, brother. And I get it. I heard it all before. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? When we come in the village, you can play what you want. I get it. But when it comes to that Bible, that's a Jewish book, beloved. You can't put a period nowhere in it. You ain't put no comma in it. When they come to do the revisions of this book, they don't come tap you on the shoulder and get your explanation and get your idea and your thoughts on it. They don't care. It's their book. They run it. They control it. When they finish revising it and changing up, then they hand you your copy. Those same niggas do the Quran the same way. Islam is a black religion and I, all right, it's whatever. When you get that book though, when it was time though to make the verses and chapters, which one did you put together? You and your family or your family's family, family. Like who put that book together? Who put the periods in there? Who put the commas in there? Because the words is one thing and the sentences is one thing. But listen, if I take one period and put it from one place to another place, I could change the whole sentence just by moving the periods and commas around. You don't even have the power to do that, beloved. So I just want to give you the backdrop, right? Because I wanted to show you how this look in real time when you come out of the religious world. You know what I'm saying? Because if our people think that they're going to unify over a Jewish book or a book that was made by sand niggas, well, they, just, they got another thing coming. That just ain't going to work out like that. I don't really see it shaking out like that. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. But let me give you the backdrop. The IUIC, right, is visiting the city of Philadelphia and they're deep. Right? Okay. And they're visiting a church based in Philadelphia. And they got a good large following. We're talking about Pastor Jennings Church, right? Now, Philadelphia, I'm going to give you the backdrop. They got some issues as a city. And this is a black city, right? They got food security issues because many of our people are hungry. 
They got education issues, right? Because there's really no after-school programs for our people. There's no job readiness programs, right? Etc. things of that nature. Philadelphia has the highest percentage of people living in poverty amongst all major United States cities. They at the top. I don't care what Instagram showed you. I don't care what Facebook showed you. Them folk broke. They ain't got no money. Philadelphia got a drug addiction problem. Because everybody with this fentanyl, they overdosing. With this heroin, they overdosing. And if they're not overdosing, they're living zombies, right? And when you go through the city of Philadelphia, all the infrastructure is aging. Because Philadelphia is an old city, man. This is one of the, you know, so these bridges, these roads, this sewage system in these old cities, everything need a major overhaul, right? But then they're not, they talking about the city budget, they can't fix nothing. Now, that's the backdrop of Philadelphia. All right. I've seen two black groups get together. And when you look at the city's issues and you look at the disagreements, you get confused almost. Okay, if you guys would have met each other and hashed out, y'all sat down at the table and got together who the real Esau and and, and we're going to talk about the pig and is Jesus a black man. If y'all would have got all that on the same page, how would that would have changed the infrastructure and the problems that's going on with the city of Philadelphia? See, it don't. It, it's not going to help. Me sitting around arguing with a black man about a Jewish book, don't. that's not going to fix our neighborhood. Me sitting around arguing with a man about a book that these folks wrote in the East in Arabia, that ain't going to fix the, that we. That can't help us. Now, what we can do is when we look at these groups, right? If the IUIC or any other Hebrew Israelite camp go to visit a church and they had a mission, right? Because I'm very pro mission when it comes to black men. When black men and black groups and religious black groups, especially when they go meet other black religious groups, what's the mission? What's the goal? We got to sit down at the table. Okay, this is the goal. And how is this goal going to immediately impact our people or impact our people futuristically the next 10 years, 15 years and 20 years? Because the goal can't be we all going to get on the same accord and we're going to look at this Jewish book the same. We're going to look at this Arabian book the same. That's not going. That's not a goal because I got a brain. You got a brain. And then when it comes to this religious world, everybody got a new revelation. They got a new interpretation and see we can't I ain't we can't get on that. We grown men. But if we unite based on the values, we don't have to see things the same religiously. Because we can just sit down at the table, the nation of Islam, Hebrew Israelites, black Christians, and say, okay, what's the values that we have in common? And then when I come to your city to meet you, right? When I go see you, you come see me, we're gonna push values. Because that's the we can get on the same page when it comes to values. I don't believe in lying. You don't? All right, let's get together. Let's push that value. I don't believe in cheating and stealing. You don't believe in that neither? All right, good. Let's get out there and push that value. Do we believe that men should use aggressive profanity towards each other? Either you and you to me? We don't think so? Okay, let's get out there and push that value. See, that's the part that the devil don't want us to do. He don't want us to get on the value system. He want to keep us on the books. Hey, yo, check this out, beloved. I'm going to show you how this thing works, right? Um, and this is why I say it's so important to keep the devil, keep the enemy out of our business. When I was coming up, 
I belong to a religious organization, right? The name of my religious organization was AOH, Apostolic Overcoming Holiness Church of God, right? W.T. Phillips, peace be upon him, was the founder of this great work, right? I came from a family that everybody went to the church house, right? All right, beloved. In the city of Detroit, when I didn't, you know, visit the church house and we kicking it in the city, I would go hang with the lost founds. I swing by the temple. I go kick it at the lighthouse, right? Now, if you don't see the devil getting your business, when you start getting black Christians hanging around with black Muslims, he finna get in your business now. Because what he finna do is come around and Satan is going to be, he's going to be a divider amongst the brethren, right? So he's going to come along to me first and say, look, this is what your book says about them. They're false prophets. They're idol worshipers. You don't even supposed to be around these folks. Then he's going to go to them. This is what your book says about these people. They're false prophets. They're idol worshipers. You don't even supposed to be around these folks. And then he show us the differences in the book. These Jewish books. Now he finna show us the, the differences between these Jewish books and these Arabian books. And then that's going to change the way I look at him. And that's the it's going to change the way he look at me. All right. As a teenager, I had more sense than that. Because see, the thing about these white Christians and these sand niggas that's Muslims from uh, from the East is that when we have a real issue, we don't see them come around and stand on the fact that I'm a black Christian and you're a white Christian and we brothers. They don't do that, right? So as an example, beloved, when Tulsa got burned down, it was wrong. But where was the white Christians that came behind when Tulsa got torn down and they said, black man, we're going to help y'all rebuild y'all city because we know the citizens in Tulsa was that y'all was black Christians. And we know these devils that's amongst them in their village came over to our village and tore down. So we as white Christians going to help you come back and rebuild Tulsa. See, that's not going to happen. When Rosewood got tore down, where was the white Christian group that came over and helped you rebuild Rosewood? It's not going to happen. Our people in Rosewood had to hide out while the mob is tearing the city down. Our people is hiding out in the swamps for two to four weeks until the devil got out the neighborhood because this is how much he combed the neighborhood in Rosewood. They left that part of the movie, but our people had to live in the swamps for two to four weeks. Okay, where was the white Christian mom that came back in and helped us out? See, that don't happen. Anytime our people is under the gun, we don't see these so-called white Christian brothers in. He driving by. Where's the white Christians that jump up and say, hey, man, for the sake of humanity, you guys are killing the uh, it. <laughs> they not coming. There's over a thousand black cities in America that's destroyed by devils and the white Christian brother. He ain't coming over to help you. Your white Jewish brother, the small hat. He's not coming. You got his book. He ain't come over to help you do nothing. See, but when you want to get unity with your own brother, he shows up. Right, that serpent pop up in the garden, and he starts showing you the differences between your book and that's the game that they play. All right, you get him out your business. Let's talk about values. Let's get the values down, Pat. See, he can't come and divide us on the values. So I can go kick it with the lost founds, even as a young man, because we had the same value system. These brothers ain't lying and cheating, and they ain't talking about abusing black women and talking down about black women. Oh, we can kick it. Because this was the value system that they have. 
This is the value system that they got. And I also learned early in life, man, beloved, if we got more black pastors to hang around more brothers from the nation of Islam, to hang around more brothers from the Hebrew Israelites, we can learn stuff from each other. We can really learn certain things from each other. This is why the enemy want to keep us divided because he knows that. I'm sitting back and I'm looking at the IUIC, right? And the IUIC is going to Philadelphia. You know what I mean? And then Pastor Jennings, his group, his organization, his congregation, they abide by this foundation of values. And then the IUIC, they're sitting on this foundation of values. All right. This, this, uh, but they disagree on certain parts of the Jewish book. Okay, well, that's your disagreement. Let's see what we do agree on, and let's see if we can both put our energy and our resources behind what we do agree. Let's change the city of Philadelphia. See, that's the part we never get to as black men. We get stuck on the religion part. That's the issue with us. You know what I mean? When you look at these groups, though, and maybe this is just because I'm on the outside looking in, beloved. I see Hebrew Israelites and these Christians, they got more in common than they do not in common. I see Hebrew Israelites and black Christians, and I see Nation of Islam. These guys got more in common than they don't have in common. The book is what you guys not going to have in common. Right? Okay, outside of the book, what do you have in common? Because I can assure you, beloved, when that devil came amongst our people and he shoot you down, when that police officer comes shoot you down, he don't check and make sure, you know, when he pull that gun out, he don't say, no, uh, uh, <laughs> he don't say, uh, Officer O'Malley, put the gun down because look, look at him. You know, he's a black Christian. You ain't got to shoot him. He's one of us. No, they don't do that. Oh, put the gun down. He's a moor. You, you don't got to shoot him. Oh, look. He's a good one. He's one of the good ones. He's a Hebrew Israelite. You ain't got to shoot him. He's a lost found. You ain't got to shoot him. Put the gun down. It don't happen. When Officer O'Malley put that pistol on you and he shoot you down, you look at his partner and say, well, what happened? He say, I thought that nigga had a gun. See, he don't care what book that you stand on and you walk with him. He don't care. When they took our forefathers, and put them on that rope and hung them and lynched them in those trees in the south that had that strange fruit on it our people was the strange fruit on those trees he didn't put a sign on our neck and said we lynched them because he was a muslim we lynched them because he was a moor we lynched them because he was christian or there never was a time where they had the rope around your neck and your white Christian brother ran to your aid and said, no, 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 don't lynch him. He one of ours. That same nigga didn't come over and say, no, 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 don't lynch him. That's my Muslim brother. It just didn't happen, man. It didn't happen and ain't gonna never happen. But when he put that rope around your neck and he hung you, he said, we just hung us a nigga. We just hung us a nigga. The minute you see that, the better. So when I look back and I see Hebrew Israelites and I see Christians, I see y'all got more in common than y'all got not in common. That's all I can see, beloved. And I also see there's a lot you guys can learn from each other 
and based on values there's a lot to talk and teach each other and then once we get the mission down we can take the mission of the values that we do agree with and we can take it into the village we can change the cities Hebrew Israelites want drug-free communities the black church won't drug-free communities the nation of Islam won't drug-free communities that's a value we can get together we can change the neighborhood because look we all agree on the same thing you got a big congregation I got a big following all of us but we agree on the same thing so when I see Bishop Nathaniel go see uh, Pastor Jennings I would love to see in the perfect world that's what they want to go see hey man these this thing in Philadelphia this is all we got to get this straight it's too much drugs in the community it's too much violence in the community we don't have enough job programs for our at-risk men because they can't get their money so they're going to turn back to the judge this is a value we got it now let's see if we can put our resources together to change this now we all agree on that black men need a job black men need a wife right we believe marriage is between a man and a woman all right the devil believed that two men could get married so what do he do he pull all the resources of his people together that he believe a man should marry a man and a woman should marry a woman and he put his money behind them and he pushed that value and he make it work now these folks they they got different backgrounds they believe in different books but once they get the same value together they go and put their energies behind the value because this guy that's a democrat and this guy that's republican and that this guy that's irish and this guy that's italian see they have different connections because they have different walks of life so once they get the value together they go use all their behind the scene resources so they can push their value to the front all right now i'm going to show you something that's powerful and impactful beloved whatever we don't own as a village until we finish building our nation we can outsource that particular thing or entity or business to the devil because we have to start thinking like nationhood and whatever we don't have right now in the current moment we will have to outsource that to the devil let him do it until we get on our feet and we build this entity this corporation you know this establishment for our people right when i see the nation of islam and the hebrew israelites and black christians if we get together right we all sit at the same table and we got these values drug-free community comes on the table what's the solution all right how impactful would it be if black pastors had a conference with nation of islam ministers with hebrew israelite ministers and we say all right the value is drug-free community we're going to have to put together a snitch plan, a snitch program. And you tell your members snitching is the green light. And I tell my followers snitching is the green light. And anybody that we see in the neighborhood, we're going to give them back up. We're going to send these niggas to the devil. They go into prison. Now, we don't own the prisons right now. We got to outsource this to the devil until we're able to get a prison for ourselves in our nation. But we all agree that there should be no drugs in the neighborhood. We got to get the crack out. We got to get the fentanyl out. We got to get the cocaine out. We got to get anything that's tearing our people down. We got to get it out. Now, if we all agree on this one thing and we put a snitch code together and we say, what well, if the members and followers are scared? All right. Well, let the members and followers come tell us 
as ministers, as pastors and bishops, as officers, and we're going to take it down to the devil to get these trap houses from amongst our people. How impactful can that be? We could clean up the neighborhood with drugs overnight. We give them one warning, right? How are we going to get the message to the people? Easy, because we can work together. Black preachers, black pastors, black Christians, we don't beat up the street much, right? But the Hebrews is on the corner. So we're going to give this message to the Hebrews. Listen, beloved, we want y'all to start telling our people we finna start sending these niggas to jail for selling dope. Y'all on the corner, get the message to the people. See, we can work together. If you're a black Christian and you don't like to beat up the streets, you ain't got to. Get the message to your Hebrew brother. If you want to get the message to your brothers in jail, go tell your Muslim brother because the nation always had the jails. The nation of Islam is not built off educated Negroes. That was built from the jail. In the words of Elijah, when he came to Newark, reportedly he said, maybe Elijah need to go back to jail and get some more of these good ministers. <laughs> Our Christian brothers love to build their nation from a bunch of school teachers and doctors and nurses and people with good jobs. And that's cool. The nation was built out the prisons, though. Right. The Hebrews is built on the street. So you got the educated black folks as Christians. The streets, because the Hebrews finna take the streets. The nation got the jail. You think these two groups or these three groups can work together and get the values passed in our neighborhood? Of course they can. You know who know that? The devil know that. And as soon as y'all get together, that adversary gonna come amongst you and start pointing out the differences. See, look, you believe, look, he gonna pull out the Jewish book. Look, this is your differences over here. This is your differences over there. And then he's going to pull out the Arabian book. See, you aren't supposed to be going over there with these folks because you believe this and this and that. That's the game he played. But the people, that's the representation of the book. That small hat going to come in your neighborhood and sell you pork. That sand nigga going to come right in and sell you pork in your neighborhood. And that devil going to come right in and bring you some guns. And after they dump guns in your neighborhood and they dump the drugs in your neighborhood and they dump the pork because now everybody got hypertension and heart disease. And they get to dumping everything that they don't want amongst you. Then you got to deal with it. You got to deal with the homicides. You got to deal with your people body being tore down. They're going to keep you divided. And you know what's really sad? The gangs amongst us. The folks. The moles. The GDs. The BGs. The bloods. The crips. The vice lords the they all got a better chance in uniting before black pastors do see because there's real no you see when you really from this thing beloved you know there's no real such thing as christian values there's no such thing as christian belief because the christians by themselves they don't believe the same thing they don't congregate with each other see i'm from that world i know See, these folks believe in this kind of baptism. These folks believe when you baptize, you're supposed to say this. And these folks say, no, you're supposed to say that. And we don't say the same thing. We disagree. We stay away from each other. These folks believe that resurrection happened on this time. These folks believe resurrection happened on that time. We don't believe the same thing. We can't. These folks believe in speaking in tongues. These folks don't believe. In... See, it ain't no Christian world. The Christian world is divided. So now... We just got to sit together at the table for the values. All these Muslims don't believe the same thing. 
Sunni, Shiites. Then when it come to our village, some like Silas, some like Eric, some like the brother minister out of Chicago. These brothers don't all agree on the same thing. Well, what's the values? All these Hebrews don't believe the same thing. These camps, this can't believe this, this can't believe that. They don't believe the same thing. All right. It's obviously clear we ain't going to never believe the same thing. So now what do we have to do? Easy. We got to come to the table on values. And then once we all get the same values, we can push the value amongst our people. What we agree with, what we don't agree with. Right. All right. So we sit down at the table. Nation of Islam, black Christian and Hebrew Israelite. Do we think that a man that's 20 years old should be dating a young lady that's 12? We disagree with that. All right. Let's push that to the people. We all got the same value. Do we believe that somebody should be living in our neighborhood, selling crack, dope, etc. to our people? No. Now let's put the policy together. Let's get, let's kick it to our people. Because see, niggas and guys so bold now, they put the trap house across the street from the mosque. They put the trap house across the street from the church house. The Hebrew Israelite brothers on the corner and five houses down from the block that they own, niggas is out there pumping dope. See, while you're trying to work to save your people, you got another branch amongst us that's working against our people. So before we really do anything, it got to be a civil war because we got to build its nationhood. It's time to build a nation. We ain't got the once we get the nation, you can get your city. I get my own city. But once we build in the nation, we got to be cool with we disagree on this. But we don't have to sit down at the table for the values, because long as we got the same value, I don't think a 20 year old man should never be with no a 12 year old female. Right, that's improper. We could keep that value going because now we all believe the same thing. You can't put no book and divide us on that part. No, we don't. That's not that's not popping. We don't believe in that. Do you believe a man should be able to fight a woman at any moment, at any point in time? Because I don't believe that. So we get amongst our religious ministers across all religious lines. And we say, when is it the right time we can strike a woman? Well, there's never a good time. Well, I don't think so. You don't think so? Either. OK, let's push that value in our neighborhood. What are we going to do with these rule breakers with these violators that's not going to get on cold do we got a prison yet do we got a place we can reform our people well we got to outsource that the contractor is the devil we'll send them to the devil spot until he get it together because see back in the day it wasn't no problem with sending niggas to jail because see the nation was in the jail we could reform him because our people is down there this is why the groups need to work together because all we want is the better value system. We're not trying to get, we're not going to never get nothing right on the book tip. Just get that part up. I say it again. It's a sad day when pastors won't get together. Religious leaders won't get together and push values, but the gangs do. A nigga that's a blood and a cripple get together to sell your nephew and my nephew some dope. They, they don't let, the, they know how to put the mission together. The value is money. They love the devil's money. A nigga that's a mole, a hangout with a nigga that's a GD to rob you and take your chain. You got your own artists coming through the neighborhoods and you get, they know how to get together to do devilment because the mission is money because they love money and they don't have no problem. They're cross gang lines to come rob you. You didn't work hard for something, but that's all right. They're going to take it from you. Now they can get on the same page. Here you is, you supposed to be representing the righteous, and we don't care how you got righteous. I, I ain't into that, how you got there. But as long as you get the value, well, let's push the value. 
Let's push the value together. Um, beloved, I just seen this, right? I just seen um, IURC. You know, we looked at video when they went to Philadelphia, but the IURC, they came to the city of Detroit, right? And while they're in the city of Detroit, they got together, large group, in that purple, and they come down seven mile. And beloved, I'm going to tell you, they looked good. <laughs> Those are our brothers, man. They looked good with that purple. And I thought it was a dope display on unity and strength because our young men need to see black men get together outside of just foolishness. You know what I mean? We can see, we can get deep because we come from the city where when these niggas get deep, somebody, something happen. You know what I'm saying? It's going to go another way. But the babies got a chance to see black men get deep and come down seven mile. But the value that they was pushing was righteousness. Right? All right. And I'm going to show you how our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. They had to march past all these churches because there's a bunch of churches on the west side on seven mile. And they passed some gentlemen clubs and they passed some liquor stores and everything because everything on seven mile right but they passed a bunch of churches right all right it would have been dope for us to see that after the march the iurc the hebrew israelite brothers that those pastors and their congregation could have got with these brothers and threw a big picnic or had bottled water for the brothers or you know what i'm saying or most importantly since we all agree with the principle and value that a man should be married to a woman, it wouldn't have been, you know, I wouldn't have seen it no way if these pastors had some of the women folk out there to take care of some of the men folk to get them a husband out there because they need husbands. This is the part we in in our village, our people, we don't need no more fuck buddies. The black woman need the black man, they need it. We need husband and wives in our neighborhood. And here you is, you know, past the pork chop, you got. 80% of your congregation is women and you watching all these men in your city come down your street and you don't put it in a position because they representing righteousness where you can put your women with a good husband. You shouldn't have let whatever them brothers came from, they shouldn't have been able to go back. You should have, hey man, you should have made sure, pulled them to the side and then had these men meet your women. Now I'm going to show you how unity is, is more powerful than an atomic bomb. You say, V, you're going to put these people and make them matchmakers? Yeah, I'm going to do that. But the black church can learn from the nation of Islam how to date. Because the way they date in the temple is that when the man go out with the woman, the captain is there. They, he, he chaperones the date. Now, these folks is grown. We talking about 20-year-old Shamika with 20-year-old Jamal. And wherever they go, the captain go. Now, they don't do that in other religious camps. Shamika hang out with Jamal and they go out and they end up being so attracted to one another then he gonna hit something and then it ain't gonna work out he's gonna go on to the next one see this is why we, if we all sit down I can learn from you you can learn from me I can because you can't go out like that at least in that back in our generation it didn't work out that way when you went out with somebody the captain went he went along every time y'all met up for a date the captain went along with y'all and if it didn't work out on the value system and the date it didn't work 
this one brother just didn't sleep with the sister and then it didn't know the captain stayed present for every date that you had see that's something that the hebrew israelites can learn from the nation that's something that the black church can learn from the nation but if we're not together we can't learn that because beloved i will submit to you there's a lot that our people can learn from the nation of islam black christians and hebrews and vice versa all the way around when i seen the iuic brothers coming down the street there was so much that the black pastors could have got together and say okay before y'all go we got this issue and we gotta let's handle this issue we got a drug problem well we got a problem with these sand niggas selling this and maybe when y'all come back we can get together we can shut some of these stores down and we can get some of these stores open or we can get some of these trap houses out the neighborhood and we can backfill them with this backfill them with that but now we got to pull our resources together but we're not doing that there's a lot we can learn from each other if we do that there's a brother in our city named um minister khalil shabazz right all right and i'm watching the brother online and he's going back and forth with some iuic guys now i'm seeing it from a di i'm seeing it different i'm like well these brothers got more because i listen to brother shabazz and i and i listen to the he like guys too and i'm like well y'all got y'all really saying the same thing but i know see the difference is the book and I, I hate to say it this way but if you kind of get the book out the way a little bit and we just put the values on the table I, i'm not gonna say get rid of the book because our people are religious and they're gonna take that another way if we just get the if we sit down and talk values we can do something we can make something happen see look the nation of islam believe in building a nation the hebrews is getting the numbers if the hebrews want to know how to build a nation you can't sit down elijah you got to go and learn from elijah the black christian is not concerned about building a nation his nation gonna come when he die because black christians talk about the heaven and the sky all right you can use your black Christian brother for certain things because he believe in the afterlife. The nation of Islam don't. The nation, the nation of Islam believe in the hereafter. After you hear, you become whatever you're going to be greater in righteousness after you hear. Heaven is on earth. So these two groups can use each other then. Because, you know what I'm saying? The, the differences make should make y'all grow closer to each other because you can outsource or contract out a certain segment of values to these folks because they believe this way so look i'm looking at a nation of islam brother have an issue online with the iuic brothers now the iuic you want to learn how to build a nation study elijah elijah controlled the vertical he controlled the vertical meaning that there was a map I used to have back in the day when I was a teenager, and I wish I had it now. I don't have it now. Elijah had a map or a blueprint about how he built the nation of Islam, and he put it out, and I used to have it. When you look at the map, the foundation was the temple and the farmland, right? Everything came from the temple and the farmland, and then he was able to build the restaurants, and he built uh, small manufacturing operations, he did it off the temple and farmland because if he control, you know, beloved, once you control the farmland, you can control the vertical. So Mr. Muhammad had the farmland in Georgia and then he had 18 wheeler trucks and he had black males and CDO drivers. So they would go down to Georgia and then they would put the food from the farm that he owned in Georgia and they would bring it to Mecca. 
Mecca is what the minister called Detroit, right? This is what the minister called Detroit, Mr. Muhammad, peace be upon him. So there were certain drop off spots everywhere he owned businesses. You go from the Georgia, black men, CDL drivers, they bring that to, I'm talking about the food from the farm, they bring it to Detroit, to Chicago, which he called Medina. They take Newark. They take it to New York City, to Boston. Everywhere you had major temples, it would be there. And then around the major temples, you would have stores, salon, restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Salon this, salon that. He controlled the farmland, and all he had to do was go buy the storefront buildings to put his stuff from the farm to his buildings. That's all he had to do. That's his grocery store. The stuff coming from his farm. He's built. He's about nation building. So you got to learn from that, beloved. Now, if you sitting down as a Hebrew Israelite and you tearing Mr. Muhammad down, you'll never know what he know. Now, you may not disagree. You know, you may have some disagreements when it comes to the book. All right. It's we that's going to be clear. You disagree when you come to the book. But when it comes to the value, you can get together on the value part. You think all these devils that was KKK, they went to the same church. You think when you look at the Ku Klux Klan, you think all these devils got the same. They look at the same religious thing. They when they put that book out, they see the religion thing the same. No, they're Protestants. They're Catholics. You know, uh, they're Baptists. They're Southern Baptists. The, the Ku Klux Klan got all these different denominations. But you know what? They can get on the same page when it's time to put the rope on your neck, though. See, they, that's what they, it doesn't matter. The difference is then their value was getting that goddamn rope around your neck. And they make it happen. All right. What is the mission of the black church? What's the mission? What's the mission? What's the mission of the Hebrew Israelites? What's the mission of the nation of Islam? The nation of Islam, they build in the nation. If you want to learn how to build a nation, you got to go to them. There's certain things that they do that you can learn. The brothers and sisters in the nation eat one meal a day. They don't eat no pork. And if you want to learn as a black Christian pastor, if you want to learn as a Hebrew Israelite how to recruit brothers from the penitentiary, you got to learn that from your nation of Islam, brother. He's going to teach you that. And then if you want to learn, okay, when the brother get out of prison, what did you do, Elijah? Elijah had unity houses. When we was young and coming up in the city, you can see when when um, you come because we from the city of Temple Number One. He called this city Mecca, right? The nation of Islam used to buy houses in the neighborhood. And then they would come back. You, you would see they put the flag on that house. Sun, moon, and stars on a crib. That house was called a unity house. When the brothers got out of jail, they would be four, five deep, six deep in the unity house. And then they would have papers and he would have, they can come right out and rebuild themselves from the papers. You know what I mean? Now, the black Christian don't have that. You go into the jail and get saved. You come out. You better go back home with your mom and them or something and get on your feet. And I'm not sure if the Hebrew Israelite brothers got that. But see, the lost founds had that. Now, if you build in a nation, it doesn't. Why would you tell down a man that was able to do that? Get next to him and figure out, damn, I didn't know he did that and learn how he did it. So when your Hebrew Israelite brother get out and he coming out in the city of Detroit, you build you a unity house for your brother. And you put your sign up there, your flag up there. And when he come there, he can be five or six deep. 
And then he can build from there and go out and be great. But if you're tearing down one of your own, how you going to learn? If you're a black Christian and you want to get a message to the neighborhood, just a value system message, but you don't want to go door to door. You better get with your brother that's a Jehovah Witness because they got the skill set on how to go door to door and recruit. You're a black Christian and you want to learn how to take over the streets. You got to go get what your Hebrew is like, brother, now, because they know how to get out there on them corners and kick it hard. They know how to get that information and put it online to go viral. You got to go with you got to go next to them. If you want to know business, you got to go to the nation and learn how to build a nation. See, the unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. You want to learn how to be a family? You want to know how to build an extended family? You got to go to the black church. It's the black church that got black folks saying brother and sister. And it, it ain't no consciousness. You didn't jump up and read a bunch of books from Africa or Arabia or South America or whatever. And you just got conscious and you start looking at your brother as a no, no, no. That's not what happened. The black church taught black people how to have a family without blood. How to build an extended family. That's what the black church taught us. You want to learn how to build an extended family. You got to go to the pastors and figure out, well, how did you put this together? And he can teach you, man, you had to have some fish fries and you got to do this. You got to do that. And see, you can learn from each other. The black Christian believed you could eat anything and pray over it. He had put that pork chop on the plate and pray over it and eat that pork chop. But the nation of Islam believed in business. And then the Hebrew Israelite believe in business, but you don't supposed to eat the pork. So all they got to do is work together buy the stores from these wicked Jews and sand niggas and then put the proper food in there so the whole village gonna eat right because the black Christian don't care he just eats up out of convenience because he's on he's not gonna own no farmland but see everybody can work together to help each other but you just gotta you gotta do your strength this this group got to do their strength and this group got to do their strength and then that's it but we gotta learn that at the table from each other we turn each other down we're not gonna learn that you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see my brother Khalil get into it with some IUIC brothers and everybody trying to be, we all trying to be righteous, right? Y'all got more values in common than y'all do not in common. What would you tear each other down for? He already on the street. He, you can get, if you want to get a message to the neighborhood, you got to give it to the Hebrew brothers. They on the street already. They already out there. You ain't out there. Come on, we ain't, we can't front. The black Christian ain't out there. The nation used to be out there. They was out there in the 90s. They're not out there like that no more. The Hebrews got the streets. You want to get a message to your people? Let the Hebrews give it to them. This is the value we're going to be working on. But see, the problem is, see, pastors have got to a level in our village, and we just having real talk. They sit back too much. The church house on the corner and the house five spots down, right? You can go five houses down. From the church and the people don't know the pastor the pastor don't know the people pastors got to get together with other pastors in the neighborhood it's a shameful time where your church been here 15 years and pastor williams church is up the street and they've been there 15 years y'all ain't been on lunch with each other y'all ain't hung out with each other y'all ain't go to the park and sit y'all ain't do nothing as pastors that's shameful beloved i'm gonna be real because I can assure you this, JoJo's a dope boy and Rico live five blocks up and Rico in the dope game, they're going to know each other. They're going to eventually get together and see if they can 
make a bigger operation to do devilment. But you believe in righteousness. You letting the street niggas push their wickedness harder than you willing to push your righteousness. What's the mission? Now, if you don't know how to put a mission together and how to get together based on a mission, well, maybe you do need to go and learn from Jojo now. <laughs> maybe you need to get around some dope boys, learn how this works because they know how to unify. <laughs> hey, you be in the city. Hey, look, these young brothers from the city, they got guys come way from Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Way from L.A. They put these boys in the studio together. They, they could come all across the world for the mission. These guys got a mission. You know, our young people, they want to be rappers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, brothers come down from Cleveland. They come from Houston. They come right to the city of Detroit. They go right to the studio. They can get the see. They know how to get together based on they got the same value. I want to make hot music. They go all around the world and pour resources and talent to get these guys in the studio to make some hot music. Now, you want to change the village. You can't even. How are you going to change the village and you're a pastor and you didn't reach out to the other pastor up the block? How are you going to do it? How are you going to build a nation? Hebrew Israelites, we see y'all deep now. It's time to build a nation now, beloved. We got the numbers. It's nation building time. We need to see the schools. Right? We need to see Jacob's grocery store. You know what I'm saying? We need to see um, uh, Rebecca's hair care products or whatever. You know what I mean? Now, how you build that nation? You don't know. You better go to your nation of Islam, brother. You better learn. Because he know at the end of the day, you ain't finna sell no dope in there. He know you ain't finna sell no hard liquor in there. He know you ain't finna, he's like, I can help you do that. And then you start watching the vibration of our people grow up. And then when we take over the whole entire nation, you know what I mean? Then we don't believe on the same book. Well, you just, we gonna give you your city and I'm gonna get my city and we gonna, but when we come together, we're going to make it happen another way. Black pastors can learn leadership from watching the Nation of Islam because Elijah, he was the epitome of leadership. He's the he's the poster child. Peace be upon him for leadership. He played it back. He let the ministers do the work. A lot of folks back then, you listen to the elders, they didn't even know Elijah was running the show. They ain't know who Elijah was. Elijah had Malcolm out in front. He let the ministers run the show. So you what? You judge a tree by the fruit it bears. Now we see our black pastors. They're good at charisma. They can motivate the people. They can inspire the people. But when something happened to that charismatic speaker, that's it. The organization, it falls. So y'all need to learn leadership. How do we keep this thing going when something happened to one of us? Hebrew Israelites want to learn leadership. You got to watch. You got to get it from the nation. You got to see how Elijah did it. Elijah did it from the back, beloved. Remember that now. Everything from the background, ministers in front. And you got to look at the tree that he made. Malcolm. That's a fruit off Elijah's tree. Muhammad Ali. That's a fruit off Elijah's tree. Jeremiah Shabazz. Clans 13X, who was more affectionately known as Father Allah. That's off Elijah's tree. We like to hear what everything Sister Shirazad Ali say. But she come from Elijah's tree, right? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he got next to the nation, but he wanted a, a plan to be more like, he wanted to be more spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Than political. But it was Elijah that brought him in to Islam. He didn't know nothing about that. 
Dr. Sabi was able to come together and do because he was next to Elijah. He used to go to the messenger's house. And according to Dr. Sabi, he said the messenger whole plan was to get black people off meat totally. But he he didn't want to just overhaul a lot of people. He just started with the pork first. And he was going to work his way down to no meat. Okay. That's leadership though, beloved. Because when Elijah went, and I believe he made this transition in 75, if I'm not mistaken. When the nation fell for those three years, because Wallace did what he did. The brother minister from Chicago was able to put it back together. Because, see, they was the leaders. He was, They was out in front in the beginning. You see what I'm saying? So that's something that the Hebrew Israelites and the black Christian can learn. Leadership. Because, see, when we start seeing the tree of black preachers, the tree is, we had Martin Luther King Jr. here. Peace be upon him. He's gone. And who was with him? He had Jesse. He had Al. And then, okay, who was the next Al Sharpton then? Because... King is gone. Who's the next Jesse? See, that's not. See, we like TD Jakes. We like Cleflo Dollar. All right, something happened to TD. Who's going to step next in charge? We're talking leadership now because we got to look at the tree by the fruit it bears. We just can't look at how great the tree is, right? That's the parable. The tree is one thing. You got to look at the fruit and say, all right, what is the, (laughs) what's coming off the tree? So we see TD. We like Brother TD. We like Cleflo. Okay, who's next in charge? Who's coming off that tree? We don't know leadership like that as black Christian pastors. So you got to go learn from me. You can't tell on Elijah now. You got to learn from Elijah. I see some IUIC brothers, you know what I'm saying, having some things to say about some brothers that's from the nation. But the, the nation finna go on, beloved. They ain't finna... Because... When you start to see Khaled and he got the new Black Panther Party, that's from Elijah's tree. You see Nura Muhammad, you see Wesley Muhammad. Brothers get online, they look at Sarnetta. That come from the tree that Farrakhan built, but Farrakhan is not, he's just a branch on Elijah's tree. Cornel X, Professor Griff, then the, the youth got Riza Islam and Brother Ben X, see all these folks off Elijah's tree. That's leadership. When your thing keep going and going and going and you ain't here, that's leadership, beloved. We had a, a Christian pastor when I was growing up. You know, I think he was out of California, I believe. His name was uh, Reverend uh, Fred Price. And he was big in the Christian world. And then when Reverend Price go, who's going to take over the organization? See, this? see, it's more charismatic speakers like that. We like Reverend Ike at the East Coast. When Reverend Ike went, then who took Reverend Ike's place? So now... Our people got to learn leadership. If you're in religion, you got to learn leadership. Pastor can't sit in the front. You got to sit in the back a little bit. Let the ministers go front and take this thing. See, but we can all learn from each other, beloved, is what I really want to say. We got strengths. We got weaknesses. And we have to start looking at our village like a body. The hand don't do what the feet do. The feet don't do what the hand do. But you have to admit, I'm the hand and I do this. But this brother is the feet of the village and he can do this. And the feet saying, well, I ain't the brain in the village. He's the, this is the brain. The brain got to do this. And then the brain say, well, I got this function, but I ain't the heart. The heart of the village is this. And then we operate as a body based on the values because this human body got a value. 
They don't like pain. So if there's a fire breaking out, the brain going to work with the feet. The feet going to work with the backbone. The backbone going to work with the spinal cord. The spinal cord going to connect to these arms. And you're going to get out of the house fire. <laughs> and I submit to you, beloved, this village on fire. The village is on fire and we ain't got time to say, okay, what did this part say? This part say this, this part say, we ain't, anybody got, the house is on fire right now. And we trying to get out of the fire. And then once we get out of this fire, this same body got to go out and put together pieces to build a new house. So I submit to you, beloved, the body got to get together to build a new house because the house that we live in is on fire, it's not working. So we got to leave this one and get a new one. And I submit to you, beloved, we can do it. We, beloved, we can do it. Our unity is stronger than an atomic bomb. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content is one podcast, man. Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.